Radio Split Ranch. Hello and welcome once again to Radio Split Ranch, a monthly visit with the Capital Region's great radio personalities of the past and sometimes present. I'm Warren Garling when I'm not on the radio. If you just love our original opening theme and what's not to love, you can thank my friend, songwriter and entertainer Drew Jacobs, who is kind enough to donate his services for a mere monthly mention on this podcast. In fact, you can actually thank him in person when he's in concert again Friday, May 6th at Dorn Space on North Main Street in Gloversville. All the details are at drewjacobs.com. Visiting the Radio Split Ranch this month is a longtime Capital Region mainstay who made his mad mark on radio first as a top-rated Top 40 DJ on the top-rated FM 1980s and 90s WFLY Fly 92 and then settled into a broadcast journalism career on now 100-year-old news talk radio WGY. How did he get from there to here in one piece? Only he can tell all. Here's my crazy conversation with Mike Patrick, nay, Shadow Michaels. Well, Mike Patrick, there are two reasons I invited you here today. Mm-hmm. The first is, uh, if you listen to the podcast regularly, part of my opening is I talk about speaking to personalities, radio, TV personalities of the past and sometimes present. And I, I meant that to be a little funny. Cause Each day is one of the past, <laughs> Yeah, there you, you go. You never know. But you're one of the folks that are currently on the radio. In fact, you're the first one that I'm interviewing that's currently still in the business. Everybody else are, you know, or has been. Mark the state down. <laughs> and the other reason is because of the, I think, award-winning work you're doing interviewing folks for the 100th anniversary of WGY. Thank you. I keep seeing comments online saying, well, when's somebody going to interview you? And I thought, ooh, that could be me. And so even though maybe somebody will turn the tables on you and and do one with you for the 11 years that you've been on WGY, I thought we'd give you a shot here to tell your story from from the beginning. I I appreciate that, although I do have a minor bone to pick, not with you. Okay. Because I know, and and your series has been excellent, and I know that the people you have been speaking with are a lot of what we call the seasoned veterans. Mm -hmm. You know, and you want to get them now yeah while okay. they're while they're not uh, seasoning the ground correct but yeah, the bone yeah. i'm picking with you is with your last subject brother lou roberts because yeah. number one um you know he's younger than i am yeah so that's i true. should have had priority number that's two true. i still have my own hair and that has something to do with it i'm sure what brother lou did is try to butter you up see lou i got a butter line in there i'm on your case no it's uh, it's seriously it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's great to be here. Really. well as i've mentioned in a couple of previous interviews there are a couple of folks i was hoping to interview that are no longer here and uh, and so i really was kind of going from the older to the younger but now i'm just kind of mixing it up and anybody that can get up the five or six steps to the radio split ranch you're lucky is... <laughs> those wasn't two years ago before i had my heart attack yes i yes, never yes. make it that's true that's true so let's let's start at, at the beginning and it's the, the usually the first thing i ask everybody anyway is what led you to get into this crazy business and how how old were you and what were the circumstances i didn't have my own station i didn't you, do you didn't all have of one this. in the basement or in the in no the garage i I, I never did what uh, <laughs> what, what happened i actually was I was aware of the radio probably before I was 10. Uh, My mother 
would put me to sleep at night listening to WROW. Well, back, that would back, put you to sleep back Way then. back in the day. No, this is AM now. This oh, is the okay. AM. Yeah, okay. Back when it was really, you know, all beautiful music all yeah. the time. And that knocked me out. But then I also remember <laughs> from listening back then, listen, I can remember listening to Arthur Godfrey and listening to The sure. Breakfast Club with Don McNeil. Wow. And just having that in the background while being aware of of, of what's on, on television. Mm. And it just kind of, I always thought it was cool. Okay. And there were a couple of times, like if I'd be out at, um, I remember going to, uh, there was a place called Salem Trader, which was a chicken joint. Okay. Uh, and, and this probably had to be in the late 60s. And I remember WPTR was out there on a remote, ah. which I thought was fascinating. Yeah. And then eventually that we went over to Albany Street ah. and started just talking to the guys out there. Didn't everybody. So it, <laughs> and, and so I was kind of right in the middle of not knowing what to do by the time I was in high school. Shaker High Class of 74, go boop, license, bison. I always have to say that. <laughs> But I I tried football, didn't work. Uh, I tried this, it didn't work. But then I got into the theater in my junior year. Ah. And and they did the big production that year was West Side Story. Oh, and wow. I was, I was, and so singing and dancing, that yeah. was me. I cool. couldn't do much of either. Yeah. I was enthralled by the theater. Hmm. So I sat down with my mother and I sat down with my guidance counselor, Edward G. from Shaker High School. And I said, I want to be an actor. Wow. And, and my mother had this look of fear, and Mr. G had a look of fear. And Mr. G says, Mike, it's risky. Mm. You don't want to do that. You need a steady job. You need a steady career, one that you can have for life. How about radio? Really? And wow. who who would have known yeah. back then, you know, uh, how ironic that was. Mm-hmm. So that got me to... The only college I applied to, uh, which was Ashland College, now University in Ashland, Ohio, he had the connections. They had a great four-year broadcast uh, class. Cool. So I picked up my bachelor's in broadcasting. I have an associate's in theater because Mm. I think they go hand in hand. And actually, theater helped me in my broadcast career because it helped me not be as nervous Mm -hmm. going on remote, doing concerts, things like that. Um, I started learning about training. I started working my freshman year at the college radio station, um, and I thought I was all that. (laughs) <laughs> I learned years later that what I did on the radio was uh, in college was was dreadful. That came back to bite me uh, in in the latter I, years. I, I want to tell you that you I've already listened to some of what you sent me, and thank goodness somebody else has something from college because I've I've got stuff from those times too. And the second I started listening to you, I said, oh, my God, it's me in college. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, we all sounded the same. I actually, it was funny because I, I sent that tape. And I sent it to my best friend back here, another guy that went to Shaker. And years ago, when I'm working at Fly, he says, "Hey, Mr. Big Shot, <laughs> Mr. Shadow, l- let's let's listen to this." Okay, thank you, Mark, and good evening. Welcome to a, another edition of Revival for a Tuesday evening. I'm your host, Mike Marchnick, playing some good rock and roll for you up until ten o'clock. It's a little bit of a shortened version of Revival tonight because of election returns, but I'm sure you want to keep informed and keep up to date. Our feature artist for the evening, one of uh, my all-time heroes of the rock and roll era, a guy I had the opportunity to see in concert about two years ago, put on a fantastic show. 
He's called the grandfather of rock and roll, and it must be true. His name, Chuck Berry. We'll get into a little bit more of Chuck Berry later on. Right now, let's go to 1965 with Mr. Spider Turner. That's Spider Turner from 1965, redoing the uh, old Benny King song from 1961 called Stand By Me, from that John Lennon just redid earlier this year. Did a really good uh, hit about it. You know, it's not too often on uh, in rock and roll music where uh, some songs are written about war and army. Good songs. There are a lot of uh, protest songs, but this one was. Uh, really a pro-military, and uh, it was written in 1965 by a guy named Sergeant Staff Sergeant Barry Sadler, a story about the Green Beret. But I actually turned that around when I was teaching at the new school because I would take that tape, and I and because it used my last name of Marchinook, which mm-hmm. is who I am, mm-hmm. and I played it. And I gave it to my students. I said, now listen to this guy. Mm, and I want mm. you to critique him. And they're laughing. They're falling on the floor. Oh, and I play sure. about five minutes. I stop yeah. it. And they're going, this guy's horrible. I can't see him doing anything. He'll never make it in this business. And I said, now let me play a, a, a tape of this guy recently. And I played one of my tapes. And their mouths all dropped. And I wasn't doing it to be a big shot. Oh, no. But no. my point was, if you do it over and over and yeah. over again, you're going to get better. Absolutely. And if you listen to my early days on my first radio station, which was before college, you could tell, now anyway, that I was putting out a voice. I was trying to sound like the disc jockeys on WPTR, WTRY, right. trying to put on a voice. When I got to college, it, it slowly ebbed away. So I did use college to get to the real Chris Warren, you know, the air, air personality Chris Warren. So, yeah, so, yeah. We, so I did that for um, a, a couple of years. Had, it was WRDL, the, uh, the college radio station and television yeah. station. Yeah. And I actually did some on-camera stuff on the television station. Good for you. Things changed for me uh, toward the end of my junior year, which would have been 1977. I had a friend of mine who was working at um, uh, the the only real uh, professional commercial station, WNCO AM and FM. He got me, he says, listen, we got part-time gigs opening up. And that got me in. WNCO AM was uh, automated. Beautiful music. Mm-hmm. NCO FM was live. Kind. We didn't call it country music. It was <laughs> all American red, white, and blue music. Wow. This is during the bicentennial. Well, that works. Yeah. So sure. I was. Have always been a big fan of country. Mm-hmm. Having listened, my parents used to listen to WOKO. Listen to Barry Frank and listen to Dave Denny and guys sure. like that. Sure. So that started. So I had a weird career. Tuesday and Thursday night, it was 6 to midnight, and we split it three hours on the the AM, three hours on the FM. Whoa. Okay. Saturday night, 7 to midnight on the FM, and then Sunday morning, 6 a.m. till 3 p.m., it started on the AM, and that was all the church music. Sure. And that was usually uh, being a board op for the Indians' ball games. Mm. And, uh, of course, back then, you know, you're young and stupid. <laughs> Signed the station off at midnight, and in Ohio at the time, the bars closed at 2.30. So you had and I'm plenty going, of time. I got two hours. Yeah. So I take the station vehicle right down to the biker <laughs> bar, have myself more than my fill, try to make it back, knowing that I have to be on the air at 6.30 that morning. Oh, yeah. And I we had a loft upstairs, and I left a note 
for my friend Roger Price, who was my my cohort then. I'm drunk. Wake, <laughs> Wake me, me up. up yeah. Well, Roger couldn't climb the stairs, so oh, he, he'd be taking bricks and throwing them up and hopefully not hitting me. <laughs> and then he would be all nice and fresh, and we used to do a mm. sign-on simulcast newscast. Wow. And, and and Roger would be doing his voice, and here, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And now with WNCO Sports, here's Mike Patrick. And, of course, here I am, mm. you know, the ghost of Lucille Ball. Ah, <laughs> oh, Ricky. Oh, good morning. <laughs> the ending is lost again. And, and uh, <clears throat> it hurts to think about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... That worked out great. I was not going to as many classes, but I was learning radio. <laughs> then we come to the the, the big moment that kind of helped me, and this was in 1978, the blizzard of 1978. Okay, yeah, yeah. And uh, and, and what a training ground, too, between college and, and a state, uh, two different stations with two different formats. Right. Plus, it sounds like you're doing news and sports. I mean, that's what it was. We had, I, when I'm working on Sundays, I had to make, uh, I, I've heard, you know, a lot of your, your guests uh, making news calls. Sure. I have no idea what they are. Yeah. I had to do farm reports. I have no idea what barrels and gilts are. <laughs> yeah. Hog futures. You know, I'm worried about yep. my future, not We've the hog. all been there. Yeah, okay. right. <laughs> so, so uh, in when we get to the blizzard of 78, mm. And I got involved with it. It was a Thursday afternoon. I'm driving around with one of my friends from the radio television department. Hey, you know what? They may need me. Drop me off at the radio station. That's Thursday. Saturday night, I finally get out of there. Oh, God. We were snowed in. Yeah, we we yeah. had to have emergency vehicles wow. come in to bring us supplies and bring us smokes. Because <laughs> out of the 10 or 12 people... Only about two did not smoke. Right. So everybody got one pack of cigarettes. Oh. And we kept, and, and it was it was comical because we kept running around, stealing everybody else's cigarettes. <laughs> and they'd steal ours. Yeah, yeah. But we lived that way, and that forced the radio station to go 24 hours. There you go. So after that, it worked out very well. So management said, well, you know what? Let's, let's, um, let's go 24 hours. And uh, this is going to come out, and the timing could not have been better. That was right when I was graduating from college. Sure, yeah. So I'm going, ooh, ooh, yeah, I'll do right, it. Right. I'll do it. Yeah. And that started from there. So Segway my right first in. job wow. was the first overnight shift. And to be there in the middle of the night and all by yourself and you're playing records mm-hmm. and... It's an eerie feeling. Oh, yeah. Real. I've done it. And and <laughs> back then, I really was burning the candle at both ends. So there were times where I didn't necessarily get the proper amount of sleep. Mm-hmm. This is live radio. This is records. Yeah. So I would have this one time I can remember. I'm going, you know what? I just got to stretch out for a bit. Oh. Just for a second. And all we had was five minutes at the top of the hour for mutual news. Okay. So mutual, okay, I'm just going to lay down on the floor and I'm going to listen to what's going on. 45 minutes later, Oh, God. Here's Larry King, Pittsburgh, come in. Hello, what's your question? <laughs> oh, no. And, and you know, at, at, at that point... Of course, it was the middle of the night. Was anybody from the station listening? No, did they catch no, what you did? No, yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you, and and this is, this is a little... Borderline, but it's an actual true story. Okay. There was a guy who was on before me, and I will not give his name. (laughs) 
but he was introducing a song by Charlie Pride. You know who Charlie Pride oh, was? Oh, sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And if anybody who knows anything about country music, it's country Charlie Pride. Oh, yeah. So he's going into the song, blah, 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 blah. Here's a brand new song from Color Charlie Pride. Oh, no. <laughs> Jesus. And he he turns off the microphone and I said <laughs> Did you did 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 do you know what you just said? <laughs> Whoa, what did I say? <laughs> yeah, right. You called him colored Charlie Pride. It's supposed to be country. And without flinching, he says It's like quarter to twelve almost. And he says, Look at the phone lines. Are they ringing? No, no. He says, "Well, it's one of two things: people, people are not listening, or people just don't care." Don't, don't care. And yeah. at that time, or they were astounded that it was. Well, said there was there, that, that sort of set some high marks or low marks for me in my broadcasting career. But but at that particular time, and in that particular part of the country, mm. I hate to say it, but. Uh, probably yeah. you wouldn't have made a whole bunch it, of difference. Not a little ripple. Yeah. 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 So crazy. So from there at NCO, I'm there. Uh, so this would have been '78. I just graduated college. I stayed there for a couple of years. Uh, one of my 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 first of many stunts that I've done over the years mm-hmm. was what we called I think they called it a pickathon. It has nothing to do with your nose. <laughs> okay, I hope not. Um, it was an attempt <laughs> to break um, the Guinness Book of Records for the longest guitar playing. Whoa! The art of playing guitar did not matter. Okay, because and it was all a, it was a benefit I think for the March of Dimes. Cool to raise money. Yeah. So the idea was for Guinness rules, you had to hit a guitar string every five seconds to keep going. Guinness rules, you either um, Go an hour, and you rest five minutes. Mm-hmm. Or you can go 24 hours, and you get two hours. Wow. Now, they just wanted me to do my all-night show there. And I'm going, well, you know, I can do this. I can keep up with I this. I can yeah. stay up all this time. And sure. Dude, I'm young, and I'm not athletic. Yeah. but I'm, So that was the first thing. So we started on a Tuesday, 10 <laughs> o'clock in the morning, and I got my equipment. And uh, you know, every five seconds hitting that darn thing, <laughs> and that go, and then I got to my sh- my my shift at midnight to six, and we kept going. Well, I could take a two hour break because I kept going twenty four hours, but the longer you go, the the less time you want to go, and mm. then you need you mm. need that break. Yeah. So I was doing great. I wish I had air checks of that time oh, yeah. because I had live commercials I had to do. Oh my lord! Oh no. Really? No. Uh, everything worked out great until that Sunday night when the station signed off and I had nothing to do. Oh, boy. That's when what we call the first of Mike Patrick's breakdowns happened. <laughs> and I, I just, I gave up. Mm. So what happened from there is I'm, I'm dating a, a local girl who had just got back. She went on a little break with her girlfriend. And a couple of days later, we go back to watch whoever is going to break the record at mm-hmm. this point. Mm-hmm. I'm still exhausted from being up for a week. Sure. Um, apparently, I had a couple of <clears throat> adult beverages, <laughs> and um, apparently, I proposed to this girl, <laughs> and uh, and she said yes. Um, <clears throat> cut to the following morning, and we're there, and she says, um, "Do you do you, do you remember what you um, what you said to me last night?" Now. 
sort of. <clears throat> but that was an opportunity. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you mean it? <laughs> you know, and I'm too much of a gentleman here. And I'm, <clears throat> um, why, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. We forgot about the fact that I was sort of engaged to somebody else at the time. But we're, <laughs> so, so. This would have been, well, let's see, the one I was engaged to, I call that ex-fiance number one. Uh, <laughs> the woman from the pickathon was what I call ex-wife number, no, ex-wife number one. Fiancés and 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 and, and uh, wives are two different things. So <laughs> we quickly got married, one of these things. My, <clears throat> my, my mother didn't come out from Ohio, and that's another issue, which is why I became ex-wife. This is drama. I'm telling you, you're asking. So anyway, we go through this. We I continued at NCO. I went from the overnight. Then they put me in afternoons. Uh, one of the greatest times I had at NCO was the summer of 77. I did everything. Nice. I did yeah. summer shifts. Yeah. I did two, um, uh, two weeks doing the morning or mm-hmm. midday. And then if I had to fill in for the morning guy, and he was a member of the American Legion, so every week we had a live broadcast for three hours. Mm. It was it was Tuesday night out at the local VFW, oh, and they had horrible live bands. Yeah, yeah. And a country band with a steel guitar cannot play Wipeout. I'm sorry, there's <laughs> there. They tried. Let me ask you: Are you using uh, uh, your real name at this time? No, I stopped that. Okay, I stopped that. I and, and after um, college, you found a. I've, I, I well, my, Mike Patrick is my middle name. Okay, and I just went from there. I'll hold a story for when I hit my next station that included my use of 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 my real last name that almost got me in trouble with Ooh. the police. Ooh. Okay, right. so uh, um, so we 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 move on, and I'm filling in for everybody. The one I was, I was on the air when Elvis died. Wow. And uh, I was I, on a train. I did. I I, I did. A, I did, I was doing news, so I did like a five hour special that night. Wow. When I uh, filled in for, and I did this thing of the the VFW. We had the bands, and again, this is this is this is sort of like Mason Dixon line stuff. Okay. So it's in August, and I go in the back between the two bands, and it's hot. Yeah. I'm always hot, and yeah. somebody gave me what I I thought I thought was a glass of water. Uh-huh. Mike, cool down. It was it was uh, it was squeezins. It was it was white lightning. Oh jeez! And je- if you've ever heard that George Jones song, that's yeah. exactly what it's yeah. like. And I took a big gulp, and that's the last I remember <sighs> for that night. So oh. I did almost three hours in a moonshine haze. <laughs> somehow wrapping up the broadcast, breaking down the equipment because we had a big Marty system mm. that was hooked onto the truck. And then from there drive 45 minutes in the dark and make it back. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, my career is on a low track uh, right about now. <laughs> Nowhere to go but up. Well, supposedly. Yeah, supposedly. I moved there to Mansfield, Ohio, the station over, and I do, uh, it, it, this is radio station WMAN, it was uh, sort of a full service, sort mm-hmm. of like GY. Yeah, they played whatever music was there. Yeah, um, they had local talk shows. I was bored up. 
Um, I did a, a trivia show once a week. I did an oldie show once a week. I board up a lot for Cleveland Indian games. There you go. That was the time where I, I, I lit the, the radio station on fire accidentally. Oh, good. You know, running a, running a game. You could smoke in the studios back then. Sure. And I was smoking back then, and I'm bored one night. It's a high school football game. So you take the alcohol, you take the Q-tip, I'm going to clean the heads of the cart machine. Okay, there well, you go. Well, by pure accident, the 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 alcohol spills onto the lit cigarette. Oh. The board is now on fire. Oh, lovely. Flames are coming up. Meanwhile, the game is still going on. Sure. The guy's calling for a spot, so I'm jumping over the flames to try to hit the spots. <laughs> At this point, I'm the only person in the building, and, 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 and please, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry about this visual image. My shirt is off. My pants are off. I'm just down to the tidy whiteys trying to beat this fire out. God. I got it out, you know, got the Lysol, sprayed everything from there, and uh, I thought, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. It looks good. Looks like it looks it's fine. great. I yeah. can't get away. I'm not going to tell anybody. So it was the alcohol that was still the probably al- burning more than anything else. It was the alcohol more yeah. than anything else. Yeah, yeah. So, and I thought it was fine, except the next morning, the Uh-oh. guy who came out at six writes a little discrepancy sheet. Did we have a fire? The, <laughs> the, 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 the telephone cord is melted. Oh, oh I, I looked everywhere but there. there yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was the second time I almost <laughs> lost my job. And, and, uh, and so we continued from there. <laughs> and, and, I lo- I, and I love the small stations because... It was a great learning ground. Oh, absolutely. It really was. Absolutely. You, you could make, and this yep. is the problem that I think we have with contemporary broadcasting. Mm-hmm. You don't have that opportunity sure. anymore to make a mistake. It's true. Even even for a part-timer to come in and voice track, mm-hmm. you've got to know this stuff. And yeah. there's no one to train you. There's exactly. no one to yeah. tell you if you're doing it right yeah. or you're doing it wrong. And, and you used to break in on the on the midnight shift because right. you know they knew that you know if you made a mistake, it didn't mean as much as if you did it in the middle of the day when people were all Correct. paying attention. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this takes us to... Around 1983, and I was getting really worried because all my friends were getting, uh, like all the people at NCO, they were going on, all the people at MAN, they were going on, mm-hmm. and here's little Mikey from upstate New York, and it's like, I'm going to live in Mansfield, Ohio for the, the rest, rest of, of my, my life. life. And, yeah. and a, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I lucked out, and and there was a job in um, Elyria, which is a suburb of Cleveland, uh, that I went in in uh, 1983. It's WBEA or B107 at the time. Mm -hmm. What a great learning experience at this place. This was a true WKRP experience. Uh It was a beautiful music station. Uh, uh, the call letters B E A that was named after the uh, the general manager's wife. There you go. Her name was Beatrice, and she used to walk around. My name is B. My name is B. <laughs> she was annoying as anything. And and the general manager used to be known as the Polka King of Cleveland, and he used to walk around in these these dark pinstripe suits. And he wanted all of the air staff to wear suits and ties. Oh. We were now a rock and roll radio station, and mm. we still had to wear suits and ties. Wow. So this is where ex-wife number two comes in, uh, which is uh, somebody that I knew from Shaker a year behind me. Uh, by coincidence, and I won't name names, her father was was in charge of a retirement home somewhere in the Capital District. Okay. 
we were really hard up for money. So we got some good government cheese. Okay. Well, there's no such thing as good, good government, government cheese, cheese but or the understand. canned meat. But but also, um, and and I'm not making this up. And I have pi- pictures. Uh, I I got dead guy suits. Okay, because they, they knew I needed to wear suits. So I've got. I'm walking around. Here it is, 1983. I'm walking around the radio station in a zoot suit. Oh, they look really cool. Yeah. But then I had enough money one day where I could get myself a pinstripe suit just like the general manager. Mm-hmm. And he used to smoke the rich cigars like this all the time. <laughs> so I used to follow him around in the suit upon suit. And everyone's fallen and he never noticed or if he did, he didn't say anything. <laughs> but the the this radio station was a, a it's the greatest staff I have ever worked for wow. or worked with because wow. the management to be kind didn't have a clue what they were talking about. <laughs> the general manager is a nice guy. His son was in charge. Yeah. He called himself the operations director. He's not program director because we don't have programs. Okay. <laughs> to give an example, how little this guy knew, uh, he would, uh, back in the day, we would put music on carts. Sure. So normally you want to have it as tight as possible. Hit the cart, hit the record. Yeah. And it'd be right there. Well, what this guy would do is he would start the cart, take a puff of a cigarette, and then start the music. <sighs> so there could be anywhere from five to seven seconds of dead air that he kept on the cart. Mm-hmm. And then he, if he's not paying attention, uh, the ending of the song was was off. And I can remember to this day, uh, Take It Easy by the Eagles. <laughs> it's got that banjo thing at the end. Yeah, well, yeah. he wasn't paying attention, so he just started hitting the pitch button toward the end uh, to make sure that it got into a three-and-a-half-minute cart, uh, barely. Yeah, or yeah. like we'd he, he put in songs, and if it was skipping at the end, he would keep just it leave on. Them there. He oh. just kept it right there. Oh. So we had sabotage. <laughs> so what we did at this point is our night guy... He would come in and he would redo all the carts one by one. Then he would make a little mark like he would fill in one of the zeros or the or the O's. Yeah. We yeah. knew that one was tight. Okay. And then we we got you know, we we worked it from there. Yeah. yeah. But <clears throat> this guy oh, was just he was a piece of work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and for some reason he liked me. I don't know why. I, I you know, it's not like I have a stunning personality. Hang on a second. So um, in time, his the old man retired, new general manager comes in, and then that he he gets canned. So Sonny Boy gets canned. We bring in a new new program director. Now I'm doing mornings. I went from overnights because that was the last shift they had in one week to afternoon drive. Wow! And eventually they put me on mornings because they like because they didn't like the morning guy. Yeah. Bring in a new program director from somewhere in Iowa, and he comes up with this wild idea. He was down in, in he read about in Florida, um, some idiot disc jockey tried to set a world record in the, uh, I, I can't remember the name of the stadium, wherever the Dolphins were playing. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> Sat in every seat in Miami Stadium. There you go. Okay, not cool. that bad. Yeah. So he says, <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> Mr. Mikey, um, I was I was called Mr. Mikey then, uh, Mr. Mikey. Uh, we're going to have you sit in every seat in Cleveland Municipal Stadium. Cool. Um, okay. All right. 
that shouldn't take that long. How many how many seats are there? Said, oh, there shouldn't be that many. <laughs> there shouldn't be that many. It should be like Miami. Yeah, yeah. Um, Seventy nine thousand two hundred and one seats. You counted them. Yeah, yeah. They told me right before I started. <laughs> yeah. So we were. How and, long and, do you have to be in each seat? Uh, you just got to touch them. You just got to touch them. It's the same Guinness rules. You yeah. can go for two, 24 hours, rest two, and everything. Yeah. And and even back then, I wasn't what you call a physical uh, uh, fit. Uh, <laughs> so after about the third day, oh. the knees went out. Yeah, sure. Up and, and down. We, we had to have people grabbing me, <clears throat> pushing me in the seat, <laughs> pulling me back up, back and forth. Oh. This was done during a year when it was during it was an all star break. Okay. Um, this was a year the Indians. Excuse me. No, they were the Indians. They're not the Guardians. No, uh, they really didn't draw. So by the time you get to the upper deck, there's a couple inches of of dust oh, on, on all of these things. <laughs> but the idea was simple. I started in the bleachers. Mm-hmm. I slid across the bleachers. I still have blisters in my in, and I I've, I've got I've got splinters actually in my buttocks uh, from from going through that. Started again ten o'clock into Tuesday Saturday afternoon around five. God bless you. I went through all of it. <clears throat> We went to raise money for tornado relief for part of Ohio. Mm. We didn't hit our goal, unfortunately, but man, did we get publicity. Oh, absolutely. Because the Indians weren't there. So there was a guy at the the NBC TV affiliate. His name was uh, Waylon Boot. Okay. And everything to Waylon Boot was bodacious. All righty. I find out that Waylon Boot is also a Stooges fan, as I am. Sure. At the time, the song that was on the chart from Jump in the Saddle Band, the Curly Shuffle. Curly Shuffle, yeah. So he would come out to do his sports reports at 6 and 11, and he'd be doing the sports reports going seat by seat with me, you know, and he's got his copy and we're going oh. back and forth. And then after a while, they start playing the Curly Shuffle and we're hitting seats in Cleveland Stadium, just kind of bouncing up and down, Jeez. having a great time. Yeah, but the publicity, my Publicity goodness. was great. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, I wish we could have raised more money, sure, but sure. it really helped. Did you break the, the Guinness Book record or not? I broke my buttocks is what I broke after 79,200 and whatever. Um, no, so I think somebody else eventually, it's one of those records that everybody eventually is going to yeah. break. Yeah. You know, uh, so that worked out very well. That would have been 85. Uh, a change in staffing. Because uh, I think the program director wanted to do mornings now, because um, he, I got to say this nicely, um, <laughs> he was involved with one of the female staffers at oh, the time. Of course, that um, that's as far as I'm going. Okay. So all of a sudden, the two of them are doing mornings. <laughs> they put me on the automated AM station with beautiful music mm. from seven to midnight, mm. as if to say, "You better go, son. Yeah, you got to find someplace else." That. Sent me sending out tapes everywhere. Sure. Which brought me back home to Albany. Cool. To Fly 92. There you go. So Uh, what year are we talking about? This would have been uh, October of 86. All right. And um, this is where I remember you from. Now, my name that we've talked about, Shadow Michaels, the Cry of Desire, the Dove of Love, the Bust of Lust, the Money Party Beast of the Great Northeast. It's all because of Mike, don't call me Michael Morgan. 
Okay. The program director on my, and by the way, my first day there at Albany Broadcasting, I'm on the air that night. First day. Okay. It's sit in with everybody. Sure. Look at the board. You're live at seven. Okay. By the way, you're following Michael Morgan. You can't Can't use Mike Patrick. Yeah. What name do you want? I'm I'm trying to remember the call letters. And they're giving you all this notice. And it was um, the program director at the time was a guy by the name of Steve the Magic Christian. Uh, okay. He was a he was a good old boy from mm-hmm. down south with a whole with some buck teeth, and I remember that. And he used to say, "Hey, Bubba, how you doing?" You know, which just didn't fit in Albany, no, no. and, and especially at the time. Yeah, you you gotta come up with a new name about tonight. Uh, so about five o'clock, he says, "Go get something to eat." By the time you come back, I'll have a name for you. You'll have a name. And he called up his consultant, and Shadow was just one of these names okay that is a radio name and yeah. then he just well everybody else uses a variation of your name so sure. shadow michaels oh okay that works uh, uh, sure that, that's fine and so now i gotta remember who i am and i gotta remember where i'm working and uh <laughs> again petrified uh because it's a whole different system sure if you've not worked a top 40 radio station before um that's very tough. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Maybe it's yeah. a, obviously it's different now yeah. with with yeah. automation and voice tracking. Right. But if you know back then we had one, two, three, we had four cart machines. Sure. Everything everything was on cart. Okay. Um, there were no many no no uh, CDs. Okay. At yep. the time. Yep. We had a huge reel to reel for for doing phone calls. Mm-hmm. And uh, a horrible, horrible turntable in case we needed something, but we never used it. Okay. But everything, everything was all on, on, on cart. cart. Yeah. And but, we but, got but only lines. four machines, and that's pretty good. If your music's also well, I shouldn't say that. I worked at a station. We had three, and we and it was all cart. It wasn't all cart. I'm sorry. The oldies were were disc. Uh, we're 45s and, and albums, but um, but the uh, currents, you know, the, we had a top 45 yeah. and some extras. They were also three we got by with, so I guess four could you could. But do what we had cart. to do sometimes, and everyone's gone through this, oh, and yeah. done this business before you're, the you're cart getting, you're getting ready. Okay, stop the cart, flip, <laughs> flip it upside it down, so you don't put it on it. that stack, so when you have time, you can you can cue it back up. Yeah, sometimes yeah. it works. Sometimes, sometimes it, it, it didn't. The next guy found out that it didn't. But when when also in addition to this when you're working seven to midnight at the time on a top 40 station mm. them phones oh, is going they're all the time yeah constantly yeah so you had to deal with that and then you had to record all the calls mm-hmm. wfly troy schenectady albany is fly 92 with at least 10 in a row Shadow Michaels, he's crazy. Ninety-two. Oh yeah, not living on a Friday night with Shadow with a Ronnie B.O.O. Setting your cars at 4769 for the top 10 at 10. Come here. What do you want to hear? Beach Boys, Fat Boys, and Monkeys, Bon Jovi. White Snake, maybe Michael Jackson will call me up right well, now. Well, I'll take them for you. I'm E.G. with Shadow. Make sure you're listening for that motorcycle sometime in this hour to go. When you hear it, Carl Tan is going to get a New City Rockers album and maybe get that Raz motorcycle from Jerry Fibbs. But now, ho! Oh. 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 
there's a big hole to that boy, son. ジュープ、ナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナナ
we're in Albany, but we're going to act like we're in the number one market wow. in the country. Okay. And it worked. Wow, yeah. It yeah. worked because we have that mental mindset. Mm-hmm. And then he started letting us go. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, try this, do this. And, and you know, don't, don't say those words. Don't say anything you shouldn't say. Sure. But <clears throat> do whatever you think. Go, go, to, go to the edge of it works for you. Yeah. And, and uh, that's actually where I first got to meet Brother Lou. Okay. Because he was working at TRY AM at the time. He was mm-hmm. doing night. So we are competitors. Sure. And every once in a while we'd chat. And, and we used to... Before the internet, we would have these messages back and forth, like we were hoping the other would listen. I won't, mm-hmm. I won't share any of them because mm-hmm. there's still lawsuits. Yeah, uh, but but <laughs> we would we would share these back and forth. So by being able to open up as quote unquote shadow, that's when things. Uh, I was inspired, and I know you understand this. I was inspired by the guys I grew up with. Sure, I was inspired sure. by Boom. I was sure. inspired by Jerry Tyler. Yeah. I uh, all of these guys from PTR and TRY sure. and SNY back in the day. Yeah. So I took that energy. Yeah. I took that drive and I brought it into the 80s mm-hmm. because the, the little boys and girls, they didn't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Tonight's topic of discussion, boys and girls, is Dave Records Fred Path in reality an alias for Salman Rushdie. If he is... He's still with Maxwell's boys. An Albany Broadcasting Communications station. Shaking the air. WFLY, Troy is connected to Albany, the Tri-Cities number one hit music station. Thanks to you, we're number one again. Flying 92, Albany. Coming at the speed of light. And now, another 10 in a row. 40 minutes of a fresher mix with Shadow Michaels. City's best fly, number two. Yes, they've let me out of my cage once again. Aren't you lucky? Shadow doing ten in a row. We got Bobby Brown this hour, Debbie Gibson as well. Right now, here come the Bengals, cause you on here. Tri-City's best fly, number two. Shadow doing ten in a row as we take your calls. Four seven six ninety two hundred. You know what they're for. Right now, top leader as far as the top ten of ten. Tone Milk and Funky Cold Medina. You want something else? Let me know. Tri-City's best fly, number two. Wrapping up ten in a row with that emotion. It's seven thirty eight with Shadow on the radio. On the way, Taylor Day. We got Millie Vanilli and your phone calls at 476-9200 for all sorts of goodies for tonight. The weekend's here, so let's get loosen up a little bit. Uh, by the way, uh, you may be heading over there now or you may be planning on doing it for tomorrow night. Uh, over at Guptos and Secrets out there in Latham Mud on Route 9, tonight and tomorrow night, we've got some of these caramello bars. We've got tons of these things here that we're giving you a chance to just kind of grab there and at the same time get in on all the fun and maybe get some some good big bucks too. When you when you get the candy bars, you collect all these wrappers and you stretch them all out, you tie them together any way you can, as many as you can. Handwritten facsimiles are also acceptable. Uh, and then again, you're going to bring them out to Crossgate Mall on the 25th, a week from this Saturday, and we'll have a big thing out there. Hundreds of dollars in gift certificates from Crossgate Mall. So tonight at Guptos and Secrets, get the caramello bars, enjoy yourself, kind of dance and kind of skate around, and meet us at Crossgate Mall coming up on the 25th. Here's what we're looking at for tonight. Mostly clear. It's going to be kind of chilly. Low down to 25 tomorrow. Look at the weekend. Ow! Sunshine. 45 and made it higher. 36 right now at the airport. 35 in the plaza. You want warmth? Oh, you got to turn on your radio. at hot at 92.3. So I'm having a great time. I'm laughing at my own jokes because I don't care if anybody else is doing it. <laughs> and it started becoming popular. And, and Fly just turned into the this thing yeah there were two things at nights that we we did one was called the top 10 at 10 
and and it was all listener votes and it was honest it wasn't stuff that we made up like mm. we're gonna play these 10 songs and show you no yeah, i did very it honest. i Good. did it I, you know i kept my little blah 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 and play these things and and we tallied them up every night and then there was something called the love line now the love line i decided to do it different and they didn't like what i did because with the love line when you're a teenager or younger mm-hmm. and you have heartbreak mm-hmm. or you're in heavy lust <laughs> you want to play a song on the radio oh yeah and yeah. those lines were burning hi uh, uh, could i uh, make a dedication for the love line sure what do you got okay i'd like to dedicate always to oh. terry in albany right love jim in burn hills okay jim how come well see like a couple months ago like in october i had uh gone out with her and she broke up with me because she likes someone else and you know i really like her still and over that period of time i'm really doing a lot of thinking uh-huh and i really like her a lot i mean well yeah but what's she got to say about this jim well not too much i want to go call her back you know and uh, after i heard from her friend that she didn't want to go out with me no more well, yeah and uh well she just her friend so she didn't want to go out with me no more so i never heard from her after that well this is back in october yeah. This is March, Jim. Yeah, I know. You're talking about six months. Yeah, I know, but I, you know, I really like her a lot. Yeah, I, but is, is is she still going out with this other guy, Jim? I don't know. I haven't talked to her in a while. Uh huh. And I really like her a lot. So, so. you know, you just want to put a bit in there, give it a shot. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, hey, I mean, you're you're you're, you're still you're, you're still warm for her form, as they say. Yep. Right. Well, hey, let's 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 see if we can give you a shot. We call from Jim. Burnout. Okay. Well, maybe you can knock out this other yeehaw. He's still out there, and you can you can sweep her off her feet again. Yep. Good luck, guys. All right, thanks a lot. Bye. Bye. You know, hello, Shadow. <laughs> I want to play a song to my boyfriend, Joey. I love him forever, Shadow. Um, okay, well, what, what, what? how long have you been going out with Joey? Three weeks. Yeah, right. You know, or, or, and I was always get this one time. I want to send a song out to my ex-girlfriend. She's horrible. Uh-huh. And I'll, 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 that's the word I'm going to use. Yeah, yeah. Why, 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 sure. What would you like to hear? You can love a bad name, Bon Jovi. <laughs> and I, by putting on these kids, yeah. I took the time. I would have a conversation for 10 minutes with one kid. Wow. If they wanted to talk about it. Yeah. Because I always thought that if somebody has a problem of that age, everyone else is going to identify. Yeah. Oh, and that's yeah. why those lines kept going. Yeah. Uh, and 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 there were certain songs, Crazy For You by Madonna. That was always what I call a love line classic. Mm-hmm. Any of the Chicago stuff from, from back then. Yeah. Anything from the Journey Collection <laughs> from uh, from back then. Uh, you know, or... And it just... It, it got to be popular. Yeah. Um, and and I would have people send me letters, you know, uh, when I get the letters from, from say, the reformatories uh, <laughs> of I want to hear a certain love song, I I made sure I got that one on just in case <laughs> if there's an early release program. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but Fly was the one that really opened it up for me. Sure, sure. It, how, long, it, how long were you there, Mike? I was there well a couple of times. Right. I started in in uh, eighty six. You said yeah, and then we changed a little bit. By the time we get into ninety one, uh, they're making some changes at the station, and it was presented to me that uh, a, a former general manager of the radio station, Shadow, you're doing really well, but you know you're 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 thirty five right about now. 
<laughs> you are <clears throat> you sure you can relate to these kids? Ah, yeah, yeah. And of which I would say, well, uh, look at my numbers. Yeah. You know, yeah. well, we're making some changes. Uh, you have a choice. I can make you promotions director or I can fire you. Wow. Well, I'll, 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 I'll become promotions director. Mm. And, and I did that. And then I did a weekend shift and it was fine. I enjoyed it, but my heart wasn't in it. Sure. It, it just, it, it just wasn't. Sure. So, uh, I, I, I think they kind of knew eventually. So they, they, they sat me down and they let me go. Okay. You know, everybody gets, gets one. At least. <clears throat> I've got a couple of them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And really, at at that point, I thought my career was done. Sure. I thought my I, I said I, I hit that pinnacle as yep. far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Uh, I got out of the business for I was still teaching. I was teaching at the New School of Radio. Yeah. And television yeah. Or, Tom Brownlee was terrific in the respect that he always had teachers that were active in the business. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, and most of us had at least part time, if not full time, jobs in radio. While we were teaching kids that wanted to be, not just kids, anybody that wanted to be in radio. And the people that I worked with, of course, Tom Tom Hahn. Tom Hahn. Charlie yeah. Mertz. I uh, love Charlie. Great guy. Um, Walt Adams. Sure. I taught with. I taught I, him. Did you really? Yeah, I did, yes. Look at that. And, and one of my favorite teachers I had was Julian Starr. Ah. Uh, when he was over at WQBK. I remember the name. You yeah. know. Yeah. And with Walt, by the way, a, a side note about teaching at the new school walt had this great idea and i went with him that if you if you went to the new school back then it was very routine it was cut and paste yeah they were make they were doing imaginary radio stations yeah. and we said and julian was doing the same thing let's make this real pick a real radio station okay yeah get a copy of their jingles there you go play the music on that station and sure. do it from there yeah so one year we come up when i'm teaching with walt let's do uh, let's let's put the kids in a parade because hmm. that's what radio people do. Okay, they go to parades. Yeah, Schenectady Christmas Parade. I'll be darned. So we had a group of about 10, 12 in the class. Okay, we got a long flatbed truck. <laughs> Walt drove the truck. We had another student who had um, a karaoke system. Okay, so you had a way to talk and, to the crowd. And I walked, I keep hitting that thing. Well, Sorry. we use our hands on the radio, so it's understandable. Here, give me a rope. Uh, <laughs> so we did this parade, and and I had been off the air for a while. Okay. This was got, what got me back into radio. Ah. Again, I'm working at Wildwood Programs in the residential program. Loved it. I thought that nice. was it. Okay, let's yep. go. So the, 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 the student on the mic... He's talking to the crowd, talking them up. And he says, hey, yeah, we're from the New School of Radio and Television. If you look at the guy driving this truck, that's Walt Adams. He used to be on, on K-Light. Applause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that was cool. And you see that you see that big fat guy walking down there? He used to be on Fly 92. That's Shadow Michaels. And I got applause. Some applause, wow. And yeah. it'd been a couple of years. And, yeah. I, and, and I'm not trying to sound big-headed no but i'm going oh my god they they, they remember they remember well, you made and an impression something yeah. started clicking yeah. in me yeah so shortly after this i'm still teaching at the school i'm still at wildwood and this is probably going into 95 maybe something okay. like, uh, somewhere around there yeah i get a call from uh mike flynn aka jam and jim Steele. okay 
He's working at K-Light. Mm. Todd Pettengill, at the time, was consulting yeah. K-Light. Yeah, because he had moved on from here he's to... He's done PLJ. He's yeah, done in New, New York. York City. Yeah. But he's got the side gig going on. Yeah. So <clears throat> Flynn says, uh, Shadow, uh, you want to go back on radio? Todd said he'll put you on weekends. Wow. So, oh, how come Todd didn't call me himself? <laughs> Well, uh, well I said, you're being as flunky. I said, well, let me think about it. So the next day I call Mike, don't call me Michael Morgan. And I said, listen, um, Todd said this and this through steel. Um, didn't you give me an open invitation? Sure, Shadow, anytime you want to come back, come on. Yeah. And I said, I want to come back. And this is on a Tuesday. He says, well, we're, we're running open house party on Sunday night. I'll take it off and Shadow's back this Sunday. Wow. And it was just like that. Yeah. So it now it's been about five, six years since I've been on the air. I'm rusty. Sure. So on that Friday night into the overnight, for about three hours, they gave me a test shift mm-hmm. where I went as Chad O'Michaels. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's it's midnight. Chad, Chad you know, O'Michaels. <laughs> fly, fly 92. Hi, it's Chad. Chad O'Michaels. Here's the Beastie Boys. You know, and and it now everything was different. Mm-hmm. Now they're back to doing many the the CDs. Mm-hmm. And now they got computers. Yeah. Now it's not that pound like you used to to be able to yeah. do this. Yeah. So I started doing seven to midnight on on Sunday. Fly ninety two. Yes. Yes. Don't tell me I won. If you don't want me to, that's okay. No, you can. All right, go on. Thank you. <laughs> uh, just who is this? Candace. Candace? Yes. Candace, just for calling, do you like to shake your booty, Candace? Yes. You do? Well, kind of. <laughs> well, do you shake it for yourself or anybody else? Uh, myself. All right, well, just in case, you got a copy of the Ultimate Dance Party CD, courtesy of us. Know the chance to win between now and midnight. Fly 92. Today's on the set, Fly 92. The Prince concert didn't get canceled, did it? Unfortunately, yes, it did. Is it postponed or just canceled? It is canceled. We uh, we got that information today from the Pepsi Arena. No kidding. Is it rescheduled at all? Or? We have not heard a date on that. Is If we have a rescheduled date, we'll get it on the air. Fly uh, 2 with the crier of desire. Shadow Michaels. But he didn't start today. Got another 50 minutes of today's hottest hits. Starting right now. Today's hottest hits. Fly yeah. 92. Is this Shadow? Yeah. Okay, you said that all the girls love you and all this and that. Can I say something? Sure. And a lot of the people, a lot of the younger girls will agree with me. We all love my corpse. No, no. Is is it because he's just a young stud? No, it's just my mother even loves him. Really? Yes, ask her. Don't you love him, Mom? See, we all love him. And how often is this? How often does your mother love my corpse? No, no. We we call and talk to him. Oh, oh, you love him. You don't love him. I, I understand. Yeah, we like, I, I have like the biggest crush on him. Well, you know he's free and single as far as I know. Yeah, I know. His girlfriend broke up with him before Christmas and like he had to bring all the presents back. That tramp. <laughs> that he's a that tramp. <laughs> well, I'll pass the word along to him. Huh? I'll pass the word along. No, he already knows because Brian embarrassed me because one night I was, I told Brian and like Mike was in the background and he heard and they put me on air and I was so embarrassed. Oh my God. I want to apologize to America <clears throat> because I think the statute of limitations has run out, but go ahead. <laughs> I hope so. Because during that time, um, and they, they gave me carte blanche, Rob nice. Dawes and Mike Morgan said, 
your shadow, do whatever you want. You nice. never say that to me. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> I can go over the line and, and, and there are error checks that will prove this. At the same time, I was dating what is now my wife, Nancy, a lovely woman. I was heavy in lust. Very heavy in lust. It reflected in my air checks. Mm-hmm. It reflected, in, and 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 I'm really surprised that I did not lose the license for the radio station <laughs> because I got kids listening. Yeah. When I hear some of those tapes now, I love it. Yeah. I think it's great, but it's like if some mom came in, yeah, we'd all be out of a job. Yeah. Yeah. It it went from there to, uh, they got rid of, um. Uh, I gotta remember now. What was it? Um, well, I think it was KZ ninety six. No, it was. I can't remember what they were. Eventually, it became Power Country ninety six point three. Okay. Uh, eventually, that became Jams. Okay. So they wanted to have a Saturday night guy on this contemporary country station that sounds like Fly, mm. and they wanted Shadow Michaels with a cowboy hat, basically. Mm-hmm. And it started from there. So then I'm doing both Power Country and Fly, mm. and then eventually the morning guy on Power Country, Al Scope, he leaves. I said, here's my chance to get into it. So go. I fought and chewed my way, and they made me the morning guy. There you go. So it was myself, a guy by the name Just Plain Dave, <laughs> uh, and then Jamie Roberts. How so about that? we were we were you know working together on Fly. Sure. And and then so we're all working together. And yeah. just during this time, I was I, I was like, okay, I'm back in the business. I'm back in the business. Circumstances. Uh, our daughter Megan uh, needed a calming effect. Okay. She she didn't need to be in a downtown situation. Mm-hmm. So I'm going. We're gonna go somewhere. Uh, Nancy gave up the state mm. after 20 years. Let's go. So we look and we look at all these places around the country mm. to go. Uh, that brought me to Columbus, Indiana. Really? Um, working at WKKG, uh, uh, the big 101. Uh, <laughs> and and um, they... <sighs> Have you ever been to Indiana? Uh, once. Okay. They didn't. They didn't know what to make of me mm. because I'm I'm not a calm, shy person. <laughs> My first week, they were calling for me to to be exercised. Mm. They they just they didn't know. <laughs> Here's this fast talking guy from yeah. New York State. Yeah, and he's he possessed, just, and he's possessed, and he just he got he he got the weird thing, and then and then I had at the time. We had a miniature dachshund we named Earl. Okay. So he was my co-host. Okay. <laughs> so it was Big Mike and little Earl. And I stole from Imus. Okay. You know how Imus had the time duck? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, at the time, nobody out there knew who Imus was. So I go. got the could, uh, sound effect of this. You could steal from a great one yeah, and they I, didn't know he was you absolutely. Know, who he was. Yeah. So I got a sound effect of a German shepherd barking. Barking. <laughs> Thinking it's a little miniature dachshund. Yeah. You, know, you know, Indiana country, 8.15, 15 after 8, good morning, get your head out of bed, it's Big Mike. And and uh, so we took the top 40 level there. Mm-hmm. And Earl was a massive hit. They didn't care about the fat guy on the radio. No, no. Oh, look at the puppy. Yeah, and I yeah. would bring him out to all the remotes and everything. Oh, God. Um, and and 
that's also it was a WKKG. And and by the way, referring back to the Ohio days, um, Indiana, and I'm sure it's different because this was the late '90s. Now, Indiana had a reputation for being a bit of a backward state. Okay. Okay. Um, when we, and I'm saying this as a joke, by the way, to anybody listening to this, but this is not <laughs> my creation. Somebody used to say WKKG, one letter away from a good time. Oh. Okay. Man. Horrible. Oh. Horrible. Hey. If you know anything about that part of Indiana, yeah. you kind of oh. understand that. Yeah. That's crazy. It was, it, but but I mean, and and I'm and I'm being very serious now. Mm. That part of the country at that time, yeah, was very much like that. Yeah, very that's crazy. much like that. Uh, so, WKKG was where I had my first foray into being in a wrestling ring and actually performing. Okay. <laughs> they they had. Um, these small, not WWE at that point, but just sure. smaller wrestling organizations come by. They do a fundraiser and everything. Mm-hmm. And they had this one group and they had a guy, I can't remember his his name now, but he was a heel manager. He was the bad guy. Okay. So they were going to set something up of doing a loser has to wear a diaper match. Mm. And of course, I ain't wearing no diaper. Yeah. So you're not going to lose. So I'm not going to lose. And and we, we we had the whole whole thing at the time because I was really playing the the country guy. I had this big old ten gallon hat that I used to wear all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we set it up that night. Now my wife knew that it's choreographed. I, yeah. I would not say fake. No. <laughs> my daughter Megan, same thing. So the guy comes in to do the show with me, and he's. Ripping me a new one. Mm. He's ripping Miss Nancy. Mm. He's ripping my stupid dog. <laughs> and on and on and on. And we're screaming at mm. each other at this point, setting this thing up for sure. that night. Yeah. Draw a huge crowd. My my daughter, and I come down. If you know, there, there's a song by Link Ray, uh, Rumble, I think it is. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Great instrumental, just you know, bad to the bone sort of. Mm. I walk down to the ring with the, with this this song. <laughs> so the bad guy is in the ring and my daughter is really into this. She's probably about 17 at this point. She goes right to the ring ropes and she looks at the guy and the guy's ripping on her. And all of a sudden she says, you don't say that stuff about my mother. And she reaches back with a full, this is not a Chris Rock, Will Smith moment. Mm. She smacks him right in the face, left a mark oh, that was there for the entire match, and I'm going, Megan, I'm really proud of you. Yeah. I got to go against this guy in the ring. Yeah, I'm going to die. I'm just going to die. So uh, he had a really good sense of humor. So we did that, and then I started doing a couple of other matches. Small stuff, nothing big. Although I do have Crazy. my, I, I was, uh, if you know anything about WWE, sure, I was the partner of the Big Show. Okay. We were a tag team, Jeez. and he went against Mark Henry, who was the world's strongest man, mm. and this same heel manager. So we had everything all set, and it was mostly Big Show and Mark Henry. Didn't think anything of it. Mm. At one point, they take out Mark Henry. He grabs the manager, 
pulls him up into the ring. <laughs> he says, Big Mike, it's your turn. So what do I do? I'm not thinking. I crawl myself to the top rope. Oh, jeez. I jump off the top rope and do a frog splash on this guy. Uh, One, two, three, you know. Yeah, and and, yeah. and everything worked well except one night, uh, a couple of months later, it was a different organization. They weren't as professional. Oh, boy. A guy went to do what's called a um, clothesline on mm, you, where oh, they take the oh. arm straight across. Yeah, yeah. Here's a little hint. The smaller... The wrestling organization, the mm. harder the mat. Yeah, I imagine. So he got me, and my head hit the back of the of the 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 mat, mm. and I saw stars. Oh boy! And that was my next to last match. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, move on from Ohio. Um, at this time, on a personal level, my mother, who is back in New York, was going through Alzheimer's. Oh. I needed to get you need to be closer. Yeah, closer anyway. And as yeah. much as I hate it leaving Indiana, mm. family comes first, sure. always. Yeah. Well, you know this business. You just can't pick up and go to another uh, station. No, no. Of course, so, it helps to know people. Did it, you it know, does. Did you know some people? I, I, I did, but there wasn't yeah. anything there uh, at bummer. the time. Yeah. The closest I got was in Vermont. Uh, in in Barry Montpelier, Vermont, it was froggy. What everybody's got a froggy. Yeah, right. Everyone's got the little, you know, like the guy yeah. in Glens Falls. Same yep. thing. So, <laughs> and everybody had frog names. So oh, now, I go from Big Mike Patrick to Big Mike McFly. <laughs> Why? Not just because of the fly, but frogs eat flies. Yeah. Yeah. Made sense with me. I brought Earl up, and we had that thing, and <laughs> and uh, I was doing mornings had a grand time i used to love up there uh we when we were in vermont we did a thing in vermont called 30 towns in 30 days we did with the morning team of our our chr station okay vermont's a small enough state sure so every morning for 30 straight days weekdays we were in another city in vermont wow Doing the show live, yeah, learning nice. everything. Yeah. It was the coolest thing, absolutely. That we ever again, we ever did. great promo, absolutely. So we we do that, and then my last wrestling thing there was, uh, it was tied around. There was another wrestling organization with more of the names that you would know mm-hmm. that would be in there. The guy was doing mornings on the top forty station. He says, "Hey, McFly, I got an idea. How about you and I do the first match?" As a challenge. Mm. I'm stupid. I'm dumb. Mm. Uh, yeah, okay, fine. As by coincidence, the night of the match was Elvis's birthday. Okay. I did a remote that morning at a furniture company uh, that was selling Elvis furniture. <laughs> I was dressed up as the fat Elvis. Uh. I had I had, I shaved, I dyed my hair jet black, and I mean, I, and I was in pajamas. <laughs> I looked like the and I decided to wear that that night. So we go in to do our match, and we had it as coordinated as possible. Things didn't turn out like it was planned. I fall through the rope. My face hits the concrete, oh. swell up. Yeah. We're riffing at this point because we have no idea. Yeah. And all of a sudden, a guy by the name of Doink the Clown. Doink the Clown <laughs> comes in. He says, I'm going to break this up. I'm going to grab your shoulder. Follow me. And he grabs the two of us. Bump. Clonk, you know, head clonk. Oh. We roll out and then we get it. And that was the last of my, my wrestling days. Yeah, yeah. So... I was up in Vermont about a year and a half, still trying to get back to take care of my mom. Sure. 
That brought me with the same company down to Pittfield and Berkshire County. There you go. uh, Where I'm working at WBEC, WUPE, plus overseeing the stations in uh, Great Barrington and in North Adams. Cool. Uh, I, I did air shifts. I was actually ops manager for those stations. Nice. Uh, during that time, again, my mom was, it, it, it fit the bill, but I really needed to get back. Yeah. yeah. Really needed to. Um, and if you've not been through that with a loved one uh, yeah. who has that, yeah. I, I still I still get, it's, it's, over 15 years and I still wow. feel yeah you know yeah. just to to see to see that yeah um so I'm still looking to get back here okay it happens 2007 there is a sales job with clear channel radio huh I'm going I've never sold before mm-hmm. but I understand how it works so I applied and um Oh Lord, I'm forgetting his last name. He was with the Firebirds. Joe, Joe, Paul, mm. you know, you'll know who I'm talking yeah, about, or yeah. somebody. Were, anyway, uh, great guy. He hired me. Vera Hope hired me as a salesperson. So now it's a whole different thing. Yeah. So now I'm in the suits, and and I was responsible for WGY, coincidentally. Mm-hmm. WTRY and I think Fox Sports. Wow. And I did that for a few months. Uh, loved it, but I was about 20 years late getting in that game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because there were also seasoned salespeople sure. who were there. They had all the big accounts. Sure, they did. Yeah. And, and and so I got something out of the business for a short while. Uh, still wanting to get back in the radio. So yeah. around this time, this would have been around 2008, you mentioned Walt Adams. Mm-hmm. Walt Adams um, had <clears throat> left his position up at Froggy up in Glens Falls. Mm-hmm. Kevin Callahan, who was in charge of Albany Broadcasting, one of my former students, by the way, well, there you go. worked it around, so <laughs> he hired me to be the program director and do the morning show up there with Kate Sullivan. Grand time. And I told Kevin, I said, I'm your former stu- your former teacher. Don't treat me mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. I want you to treat me like the fool that I really am. Yeah, yeah. And he said... I've been waiting for years to do this. <laughs> well, if there's if there's one lesson I learned quite early in the business was never to burn any bridges because you just don't know along the way who's working for you that you may be working for down the road. Absolutely. You and I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll give an example of which. I got my job in part in Indiana because of a guy named John Foster. John Foster I worked with in Mansfield, Ohio. He was sports director. Okay. By the time I'm looking at going into uh, Indiana, he's the ops director. Wow. And he saw my name. Yeah. And it was because of that that he knew me mm-hmm. that he brought me in for the audition. There you go. So there's yeah. a clear example. Sure, sure. You know, that you know everybody. So I was up in, I had a grand time. Darn thing again. Uh, <laughs> so I was, I was um, while I was there, um, I'm living in Schenectady. And I'm driving to Glens Falls every day. Mm. Um, that's an hour up, an hour back. Mm. I'm doing the morning show. I'm program director. 
So I'd get there at five in the morning. Sometimes I'd leave two, three yeah. in the afternoon. Yeah. And hour back. Yeah. From, yeah. So from, you're talking 12 hour days. Y- yeah. 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 And, and uh, it was starting to get to me. Sure. But, uh, you know, and they kept trying to say, well, Mike, why don't you move out to Glens Falls? Well, yes, but my grandchildren are in Schenectady. I'm staying mm-hmm. with my grandkids. Mm-hmm. That led to uh, uh, the big time was 2010. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and unfortunately, that year I totaled two cars. Oh, uh, the first was in the winter, uh, and all right around exit fourteen north. Okay, on on the 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 north way. Yeah. Uh, and the first one, I just I I went from one lane to the other, and uh, I was okay. That mm-hmm. was the first one. The second one. I wasn't okay, mm-hmm. um, in, and it was the end of June, and uh, it was pouring rain, and I just, I hydroplaned. Hydroplaned, yeah. And here comes a row of trees, oh. and and I go on elbow side in. Mm. Uh, so needless to say, Mike wasn't doing anything for a while. Mm. So they mm. kept me in the hospital, and I was, and, and I went for a couple of months. So during all of this time, I said, I can't do this. You can't anymore. keep doing that. I yeah. cannot keep doing my my wife is yelling at me. Yeah. Yeah. You'll love this business, but don't do it. So I said, okay, I'm gonna look around. Um, and I'm I'm trying to find anything at this point. Sure. I've got nothing. Yeah. Uh by a pure coincidence, this would have been early twenty eleven. Okay. Uh I hear about an opening at WGY. Yeah. And they're looking for not necessarily people for WGY, but people to do newscasts for other markets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a foot in the door. Yeah, I've never done news full time. I've done it here and there. Mm-hmm. I reach out to Chuck Custer, and I thank Chuck Custer to this day. Oh yeah, because Chuck had faith in this old fool, mm-hmm. and I went in and and I I. I the night he said, come on in, I'll go over to the new school. Mm-hmm. Mike Flynn is there. Give me a studio. I, mm. I cut a cast and, the, yeah. and and we start from there. Wow. So I got hired from there. So And they had a, a big number of hiring for that day. It was myself, Diane Donato, mm. John Craig. Sure. Uh, Jim Gagliardi for the second, second third, or third or time, time or, yeah. you know, so, so most of us were wow. doing things for the other markets. Then in time, things started to change around yeah. and, uh, eventually then I started doing more, what we call out of market cast in the morning, first with Reed Shepard and, uh, then with George Morris and then George goes on and I, I've been making my pitch for all these years that I love what I do with the auto markets. This is my home. Mm. I want on WGY. Yeah, I that's I, I. You know, if there's if there is a way to put the cherry on the on the the ice cream for me, it's to end my career one way or the other mm-hmm. at that radio station. Yeah, and I've been extremely lucky that that they they've they've moved me over now. And yeah. for the last three months, four months. I've been doing the morning news, working with Doug Gowdy and and, and with uh, Rachel Davis. Absolutely. And just having a blast. Sounding good. Okay, 839, Mike Patrick and for Joe Gallagher, News Radio 810-1031-WGY. WGY began broadcasting in February of 1922. Uh, with any luck after this next segment, we will continue to celebrate <laughs> our... <laughs> 
our 100th anniversary coming right, up in sir. 22. All right, now, 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 Brother Lou Roberts, who joined us last hour, is here. But now we have Chris Warren Thank from you. from 98.3 WTRY. Occasionally, and, yeah. And, and, Me too. And, well, yeah, from, true. Oh, that's right. I forget you yeah. do that every once in a while. Uh, but I mean, this is a <laughs> this is a um, this is a, a a meeting of the minds, and Let, it's just mindless. Mindless. Yes. Now, now, now we were. Uh, now, Chris, I know we were talking before Lou. And I learned something from Lou that I never knew before. Lou has gone by different names before, and I know you and I have talked mm-hmm. about that. Different on-air names that you've 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 had before. something. It's just somebody taking a break uh, out okay. the window. And, yeah. Anyway, but I mean, but we've. <laughs> You know, we've 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 all gone by. Now, was there any particular reason why you went by a different name in any no one putting your career? Well, the f- the first time I was on the radio, they gave me a name okay. because they already had one of those jingles. You know what jingles <laughs> are, where they sing a name. You so know? which Johnny Williams were you? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, I was Jesse James when I first ah, went on the radio right. because I worked at the uh, the home of the All Americans, the old WSNY in Schenectady. And so uh, they, they gave us names. I worked with George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Chester Arthur, uh, uh, John Tyler, and many of these folks are still out there. In some of them in We've radio, all worked as with John Tyler, as, yes, for well, the record. That's true. As, that's true. as a matter of fact, you know, Joe Gallagher's worked with those people, but he actually worked, worked with, with those, George Washington. Right, exactly, exactly. I'm enjoying being in here for Jim Gaffigan. I really am. <laughs> this is great. This is fun. No, but but that but that was always one of the and when you you talk about with you know the 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 great all Americans and and I and and I just this question just hit me here because you've got John Tyler you've got George Washington and but 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 then Jesse James okay I don't know how Jesse that fit James in. if my history, that was an outlaw it's an how outlaw. did that fall into a great I, American I don't know I don't know but they had a jingle and they said that's who you are and okay. and I said oh, okay if you say so I mean I already had Chris Warren picked out as my air name I I got it from a a girlfriend in high school who thought it Christopher Warren just kind of sounded like Christopher Robin I thought you got that from the phone book yeah yeah no no <laughs> okay no. There was a guy years ago that I can remember, and it's no longer around, so I can say a WPTR, mm-hmm. but I was always fascinated by his air name. His name was Chris Topher. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Topher, too, Chris, Chris, Chris Randall. Chris and Randall. Chris took, Topher Randall. It took Randall. me, in my, my little pre-teenage years, it took me a while to figure out Wait, oh, I see now. Zach's looking at it now. Now what he the can, heck are you talking about? I can figure out Chris Topher. <laughs> yeah, and you he, know? Would, he would have this one piece of tape sped up. He'd drop in and go whoopie pickle, and that's what it sounded oh, like. Whoopie pickle. Yeah. I remember that. Yep. It was one of my favorite jocks to listen to. Yeah, yeah but yeah, but, but you know when you t- you you think you think about you know certain radio guys and just different names that they've had over the years and 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 why either they're given the name, mm-hmm. like I think you know you 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 have the 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 Johnny Williams line from a lot of uh, you know stations uh, gave all, me a name i can't say it on the air though mm. what's that they gave me a name and i can't say it on the air <laughs> i've been given it by a lot of people zach won't let us <laughs> okay no he's i got, gave him the sign over here on the mic he's, uh. he's got his hand on the butt but i mean it's it's, it's kind of fascinating that sometimes every once in a while where you run into people it's like and the I remember when you were this and exactly. you did this and yeah. everything, but it's just part yeah. of the, the, the It evolution. was what the business was for, for many years. And and what you were told you needed to do was give yourself two first names, basically, okay? Because it was yeah. easier, they were easier to remember. So it was Bob Roberts, you know, and Bill Williams and, you know, things like that. Mike Patrick. Uh, yeah, yeah I mean, Mike Patrick, there you go, Chris Warren. So it's, uh, you yeah, know, one of those... 
It was just what radio was. And you got to remember also that back in the day, and I'm making back myself sound you know, like at. I've been on the radio for 50 years, which I have. Hold it. Um, but back <laughs> in the day. Records. <laughs> records. Okay. Yeah, right. You remember records? Um, but, but, but back in the day, you got to remember that you used to have to pay to keep your name out of the phone book. Okay. Yes. You had to have Un- a, to have an unlisted, unlisted number. Okay. Yep. So if you went, you know, home, you're home on the weekends. You're not working weekends, but your phone's ringing because little Shirley wants to hear, you know, sugar, sugar by the Archies, and she's calling you up on your home number because your name's in the book. The one, uh, the one exception that I and I know, I know this, and I know who you're talking about is <laughs> probably the greatest top forty disc jockey. In the Capital District, the late great boom, 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 boom Brannigan. When you look in the phone book, it's right there. Brannigan, comma, boom, boom. Well, you know why? Why? Because he did record hops and gigs. Yep. So he that was the money. way. Okay. Yep. yep. You yep. Know, because when you're was... in radio, you're not making a lot of money. You need to do you're something not... on the side. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah, what are we a, doing there? It's in a book I wrote. Lifestyles of the poor and famous here. That's <laughs> it. So that's good. I like that one. Poor and famous. Chris, this is this is a big day. For, for Lou, because basically this yeah, is... Because he's sitting next to me. Well, yeah, that would be it. But <laughs> is, well, the, we used to. Another life at, uh, uh, yes. at CRY. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, his, this is his first real shot at working at uh, an, on, on WGY. Mm-hmm. It's my first yeah. live thing on WGY. Wow. You know, and you and had to wait till Jim Gaffigan was out of town to do it. Yes, <laughs> yes. But I mean, I could, you know, I could see, you and I know, have known Lou for, for quite a while. I mean, I could, I could certainly see him Coming in here on on some Saturday or Sunday morning. Oh, absolutely, yeah. No. I, and lose the no. reason I got back into radio after getting uh, fired for the first time. Oh, um, tell me that. Well, I, I got uh, let go from a station I was with for like twelve years, out of the blue, and and I wound up working in a completely different industry. And I had no problem with that. I, I was finally making some money, you know, and, and could pay the mortgage. And then <laughs> so um, she looked at the check going. <laughs> Is this wrong? <laughs> yeah, this, this must be right. wrong. This can't be right. I didn't know you could put that many zeros on a check. <laughs> so I, I, uh, after a few months of, uh, of, of real work, um, I called Lou up one day. He was on uh, you know, the old 980 TRY. And I said, do you think there's anybody, uh, somebody at your station that might let me work a few hours on the weekend? And I was really looking for, I, the only way to appease my wife is just to work from 6 to 10 in the morning. Hmm. So then we had the rest of sure. the weekend. Sure. Okay, we could take off on vacation at 10.01 on a Saturday, and we're all yep. set. Yep. So um, he said, well, hey, I'll, I'll put a good word in for you. And within a few weeks, I was working uh, Saturday mornings, 6 to 10, for about four years. Mm-hmm. Uh, right alongside this guy, yeah. yeah. Wow. Hold that, th- hold that thought. We're going to take a break, and we'll, have, we'll chat for a little more. Chris Warren, Lou Robertson here, where it's Nostalgia Radio, A-A-R-P Radio, And a couple, three years back, I remember you bringing up in, in front of a bunch of us, because I was working part-time for iHeart as well, mm-hmm. and I remember you talking about, uh, you know, the 100th anniversary is coming up. Yep. You know, and then uh, and occasionally you'd do some news uh, for Joe Gallagher on a, on a Saturday or Sunday morning, and I'd be there, um, and um, and it would come up in conversation, you know. And and you said we're we're going to do something. We're, you know, something's going to happen here. We're going to make sure this doesn't go unnoticed. And so you, this has been in your head for at least three or four years that oh, you much wanted more than to that. make sure. Yep, I uh, have. Yeah. I have. Everybody has a bucket list, and two of my bucket lists got taken care of on this past February twentieth. Number one, to be around for WGY's 100th. Mm-hmm. Because you survived. Just, just the idea yeah. that 
any business has gone a hundred years. Oh yeah, and oh, you're absolutely. a part of it. So that was number yeah. one. Sure. Number two, of which you were a part of, is being able to get back on stage in our our little uh, radio drama. Yeah, yeah. Now in that particular case, yes, we had scripts. Mm-hmm. I still would like to be able to get into a production. But the yeah, idea yeah. <clears throat> that even though we had scripts, I'm on stage. Yeah. I'm, I'm playing a character. Yes. So those are yeah. two of my bucket lists. Yeah. The one that I have that I'm still hoping, uh, the good Lord willing and iHeart uh, will, will let me, uh, I'm 66. I would love to be able to hang on till 71. That's 50 years in the business. Mm. It's... Not necessarily totally obtainable, but it's not out of the the way. Hey, you know? none, of, none of us know. None of us know. I, I was there for 18 years, and all of a sudden, I'm, I wasn't there. Right. And never saw it coming, never understood why the little bit of part-time work I was doing for them would make a big difference if I wasn't there. But, you know, these things happen. And so I decided that's that's pretty much it probably for me, you know. Although I've and- had a couple of you know feelers out, but, but if I don't get back into it, I, I'm cool with it. No, I and and at 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 this point in in my life, we were we were joking sometime uh, a few weeks uh, a couple of months back. <clears throat> we took these new formal pictures for uh, of of the WGY staff. Yeah, um, and I'm joking with our program director Jeff Wolf. I said, can can we have copies of these because I'm going to need them for resumes. And he says, wait a minute, I thought you were retiring. I said, that's my plan. The company may have another other, idea. Other idea. You, exactly. you, know, you, yeah. you don't. You don't know. And of yeah, course, yeah. of course, Jeff knew I was joking. Yeah. Just like all the boys and girls listening yeah. right now, I love what I do. Yeah. Uh, well, but, I, I've got to yeah. thank you. I don't want to interrupt you, but I got to thank you before I forget to uh, for uh, bringing me into that um, uh, you know anniversary. Uh, uh, live radio play because one of my bucket list items was to do the same thing was to yeah. to do a radio play i truly believe that if i had been born maybe 30 years earlier i would have been a radio actor because oh, yeah. I, I did the same thing with you that you did in high, junior high and senior high. I was in musicals. I was in dramas. I loved being on stage, and I enjoyed that a lot. Never did it since, but I always had a problem with memorization. Yeah. But you put a script in front of me. You're fine. And I have no problem. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm going to give you a performance, you know. So when the opportunity came up, and I really should thank um, uh, Jamie Roberts, who I subbed for for many years on, on WTR. Why she had to bow out, and I wind up, you know, taking her subbing for Jamie one more time, uh, you know, from the play, and I get to to jump in there, and I have to thank Jeff, and again you, and, and everybody that was involved with it, because it it was it was my swan song probably being yeah. being on live radio, and what a way to go out, you know, uh, just you it know, was the, great. The the crowd that we had that day, oh, the, the it was like double the size we were expecting. The the actual script. Was yeah. uh, was was tremendous, terrific. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and by the way, if you go to the iHeartMedia app, you can listen to this and yes, play along with all the other yes, wireless uh, programming. But yes, it was uh, it was great. And I'm going to say this also because part of the reason I'm sure I'm here is because of our association with I uh, what I call the old fart radio luncheons <laughs> that we do. Yeah, and yeah. and I am truly. I'm truly honored to be part of this this group. When I 
my first couple of times sitting in with you guys, mm. I was a kid in the candy store <laughs> because yeah. here's, you know, guys like you and Cudmore and Arnicky. And then uh, uh, with uh, Dick, Dick Wood, Wood would come by. Dick yeah. Wood. Yeah. And I mean, and here's Dick Wood. And you're thinking, here's Dick Wood. But oh, man, did I hear <laughs> Dick Wood. And and what I learned, and I would tell Lou Roberts this after a while, I got comfortable. Mm. Because I didn't want to speak up. Mm. Because yeah. you, guys, you guys were telling these amazing stories. <laughs> but you guys embraced me to get into this group. And I would tell Lou that, you know, if we were born 30 or 40 years prior, the behavior of you heathens that we have in this group, I'm thinking, you know, here we are, our generation, we're doing this and we're saying that because we grow up watching and listening to you guys and we're thinking you guys are like gods. But then I hear some certain uh, conversations. By the way, Dick, thanks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and you found out we put our pants on the same way you did. And 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 you you just made me so comfortable. But I mean, yeah. it. Uh, and again, it's just it's part of the history of this business mm. in this area. But yeah, but yeah. but anyway, you got to keep that. Going. Oh, oh yeah, we'll keep it going. It's a it's a fun group and. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's been almost everybody that I've interviewed so far are, you know, part of that group. There are some folks just outside, there are some actually um, that have moved back to the area in retirement that I'm, we're going to be, you know, adding to the group. And cool. some people that uh, you haven't seen in a while or heard in a while that uh, are now getting invites. So we're going to continue to, to grow this little lunch group as long as they'll, you know, have us uh, at the restaurant we usually go to. And, uh, you know, we're not always the loudest table, but we give it a good go, you know. <laughs> We 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 shout in memory of Dick Wood. Okay, and one of the one of the greatest, and 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 I'll and I'll 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 share this because and and I say and I love Dick Wood. Yeah, an amazing broadcaster. Terrific. Yeah, um, a, a, a bit of a, a adult language yeah. thing that's going on. We all know that. So we're in this one reserved restaurant one day. And Dick's just going off like a sailor. He's just, yeah. you know. And, and he didn't he, know how loud he was sometimes. He <laughs> would put George Carlin to shame with some of these words. And I can remember seeing this group of little old ladies. And they were shocked. Yeah. You could you could see the hair turning white. Their mouths were dropping. But all of a sudden, wait a minute. That's just <laughs> wood. What a nice man. <laughs> you know? And it's like, wow. Yeah. He was one of a kind, yeah. and uh, we miss him all the time. Absolutely. And raise a glass to him all the time as well. Well, Mike, this has been uh, terrific. and I, I hope I, I didn't I, go too long. I'm, I no, got a big mouth. Not at all. You know, there's uh, what's fun about this is, um, you know, it's not radio. It's podcasting. It can be as long as it wants to be. I've had people call up and say they've fallen asleep in the middle, but they pick it up and come back to it and listen to the rest. And right? to my credit, out of the seven big words, you didn't hear one. <laughs> Thank you very much. I oh, appreciate okay, that. so I did yeah. my start for the we, day. We try to keep this at, at, at PG-13 level at least. You know, I, I kind of keep my, my granddaughter, my 12-year-old granddaughter in mind. She'll be See, there is the month. difference because you have your 12-year-old granddaughter where uh, two of, I have three grandsons, 18, 14, 
and eight. And for the two older ones, it's 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 Big Mike Jr. I I have to say, <laughs> you know, I'm a bad influence, influence. on these boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we love it. <laughs> well, I'm glad you do, and and I'm thrilled that uh, you got through some uh, health scares last year, year and a half ago, two, two years, years, two years ago, ago now. Two, wow. two years Time ago, flies. where yeah. yeah, two years ago where I I I had a heart attack. Yeah. Uh, they tell me that I had some before. That didn't, didn't know, know it because it, yeah. of being diabetic. You yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. And then that led to a, 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 a bypass yeah. and never, never, never want to go through that again. Absolutely. And, and, yeah. and, and God, Changes bless, your life, God yeah. bless my wife, Nancy, because mm-hmm. she, she really, she was right there for me. And mm-hmm. I, I have her to thank for that. Good, good. Well, again, thanks for dropping by the Radio Split Always Ranch. Always my pleasure. And we will catch you on the radio. Radio Split Ranch. Once again, there are so many other stories Mike could share with us, and perhaps we'll get together again for more of the Mike Patrick story down the road. But the road he took to WGY included 15 stations he actually physically worked at. That doesn't include another 14 or so that he's been heard on doing news for iHeartMedia throughout New York and New England the last 11 years. So let's just include the 15 where he's actually walked the halls, and that brings our running total total from nine interviews so far to 108 stations by all our guests. That's up to date. You got to love our business. To uh, wrap up our time together this month, I thought it might be fun to hear another college kid trying to learn the business like we heard from Mike earlier in the podcast. If you listen to the audiobook of my memoir, I'll Have to Ask My Mom, available through Audible, you heard a bit of Chris Warren in his formative years. This check is from the fall of 1970. I had just landed the Saturday morning shift on the Carrier Current College Station WCSB Radio 640 at Graham Junior College in Kenmore Square in Boston. After 15 months working at WSNY in Schenectady as a senior in high school, I was still doing my imitation of what I thought disc jockeys should sound like. But at least you'll enjoy some of the music. And listen for some Q-Burn and some uh, cart starts. You'll hear some of those throughout as well. In the meantime, I hope you'll check back with us at the Radio Split Ranch again next month. Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. Chicago, number 17 this week from WCSB in Boston. Does anybody really know what time it is? Of course, it's seven minutes after nine. I'm sure that's been used before, but... Thought I'd throw it in. It's a Saturday morning, uh, Halloween, October 31st, 1970. Our current temperature in the Back Bay area is 40 degrees. The United States is the noisiest country in the world, and it's getting worse. If nothing is done about noise pollution, in 10 years, our environment will be twice as noisy as it is today. Find out what can be done about it by sending for your free copy of Noise Pollution. All it takes is a self-addressed stamped large envelope to Noise, Massachusetts Audubon, Lincoln, Mass., one, that's zero, one, seven, seven, three. Don't the Supremes get it on at number 23 this week from WCSB in Boston, Stone Love. Stone Love, oh yeah. Stone Love, oh yeah. Stone, 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 Can't you feel the Stone Love of the Supremes? At 11 minutes after 9, good morning, Chris Warren coming your way till 11 o'clock this morning. And it's Steve Paul in for Jim Shannon. 
WCSB. Neil Diamond. main man, Neil Diamond, and he ain't heavy, he's my brother, the old Holly's tune from just last year. Right on, WCSB at 9.15 in the a.m. Fair this morning, followed by slowly increasing cloudiness during the day, the high in the 50s. Cloudy tonight with the lows in the 40s, chance of a few showers developing by morning. Cloudy tomorrow with a chance of rain or drizzle and the high temperatures in the 50s. Currently, the Boston Back Bay temperature is 40. And I see that bad moon rise in Creedence Clearwater Revival. I see the bad moon rising. Lower the voting age, end pollution, pull out of Vietnam. Listen to WCSB Total Radio on November 3rd at 6.30 p.m. Until the end of election night for complete coverage on Election 70. Follow Election 70 on WCSB and hear what your choice candidate has to say. Find out who the winning candidates are. WCSB will carry total coverage on candidates from Boston, New England, and the states from around the country. Find out who's winning in your hometown. Find out all Tuesday, November 3rd on WCSB 640 in Boston. The Jackson Five. Oh, yeah. Number two this week at WCSB in Boston. Little Michael sings, I'll be there. You and I must make a pack. At 24 after 9 on the AM side of a Chris Warren show, here till 11 o'clock this morning. So happy to have you along. You can stay tuned for Steve Paul. In for Jim Shanahan at 11 o'clock this morning. He'll take you up to sign off at 1.45. Going up the news headlines now, this is Paul Moore out in the orchestra. At 9.26, these stories make WCSB Total Radio News headlines. President Nixon will campaign for Republican candidates to the Senate in Arizona, Utah, Nevada, and New Mexico today. South Vietnam's monsoon rains are forecast to continue into next week. So far, rampaging floodwaters have killed 100 persons and destroyed 40% of the rice crop. Officials say those aboard a national DC-8 Airlines jet hijacked to Cuba last night should come back to the States today. They stayed at a Havana hotel through the night. The Soviets ridiculed the U.S. contention today that U.S. aircraft violations of Soviet airspace has been accidental. The Russians are still holding three U.S. military officers whose plane crossed the Turkish border last week. The third guerrilla attack in three days has been reported in the Gaza Strip. A grenade thrown in Israeli army patrol wounded two Israeli soldiers and ten Arab civilians. The present Back Bay Boston temperature is 44 degrees. Next news at 9.55. WCSB Triple Play Yesterday Grand Funk, get into my time machine. WCSB, Toto Boston, today's sound. 
Smokey Bill and the Miracle. The Tears of a Clown, oh yeah. WCSB Tomorrow Sound Brian Hyland is back again The Gypsy Woman From nowhere Through a caravan Tomorrow Sound from WCSB in Boston Gypsy Woman, Brian Hyland and I can get into that song right there It's 25 minutes before 10, 9.35 Whichever you prefer Here's a health tip from the American Medical Association. The student who invests in a good breakfast gains dividends of better health and increased mental alertness. Scientific studies have shown that people who eat fruit, cereal, milk, bread, and butter before class get better grades and have a brighter outlook and more energy for outside activities. Don't go without breakfast. Your tired feeling during the day may come from an inadequate breakfast, a light lunch or none at all, and reliance on tiny snacks at all hours of the day. Even if you eat an adequate dinner, you may show a deficit for the day in nutrients. You'll be much more alert in class with a good breakfast before starting the day. Here's to your health. WCSB I'll light the fire today WCSB The most music Number 27 this week for free and everything's gonna be all right now. It is night and bitter cold. In an old deserted building, a little child sleeps. He is shivering in the thin and ragged clothes. Today he has had little to eat. Tomorrow will be no better. Unless you will help him. You can help give a home and love and care in an orphanage affiliated with the Christian Children's Fund. Yes, you can help give a home to a homeless little orphan for only $10 a month. Write to the Christian Children's Fund, Richmond, Virginia. You're never too young or old to, or old to help. Don't let a child down, okay? Give to the Children's Fund, the Christian Children's Fund, Richmond, Virginia. All right, it's 16 before the hour of 10 now with Chris Warren until 11 o'clock this morning. Looks this way, fair this morning, followed by increasing cloudiness during the day, high in the 50s. Cloudy tonight with a low in the 40s. A chance of a few showers developing by morning. Tomorrow, cloudy with a chance of rain or drizzle, and the high temps will be in the 50s. Currently, the back bay temperature here in Boston and in the Kenmore Square area is 44 degrees. Yesterday's sound. The Bee Gees. Tomorrow, tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow. Is that a brand new month tomorrow? Getting very close to the end of the year. Gee, Christmas just around the corner. Let's not talk about that, actually. Haven't even started my shopping yet. Here's Thunderclap Newman. Song's been around for a while, finally making it something in the air. We've 
got to get it together. Listen to the sounds of Thunderclap Newman at eight minutes before the hour of ten now. Happy to have you here on a Saturday morn. Don't you go away. After the news, we've got another whole hour with you. Until 11 o'clock this morning, it's Chris Warren. And at 11, in for Jim Shannon this morning will be Steve Paul to take us up to sign off at 1.45. Here's Herb Alpert and the TJB. President Nixon continues his Republican election campaign in the West today. Floods rampage South Vietnam. Hijacked plane to return to Cuba today. WCSB Total Radio News continues following this message. Be the Air Force ROTC officer on your campus today. Rains in South Vietnam. The floods they brought are continuing and forecasters say there's little hope of relief before the middle of next week. The rampaging waters are already have cost 100 lives on the northern coast. About 150 persons have been evacuated from the area. That's 150,000 persons evacuated from the area, and the rice crop is reported 40% destroyed. Police raided a New Bedford garage and arrested between 30 and 40 persons yesterday. They were charged with violations ranging from disorderly conduct to possession of narcotics, including marijuana and heroin. Police said the North Front Street garage had been under police watch for some time. A number of firearms also were confiscated. The men and women, all apparently members of a motorcycle club called the Chosen Few, were brought to police headquarters in three van loads. President Nixon takes his plea for the election of Republicans to the Senate to four western states today, Arizona, Utah, Nevada, and New Mexico. In a speech last night in Anaheim, California, Mr. Nixon called Tuesday's election probably the most, Senate ele the most important Senate election in the nation's history. He said no protest for peace justifies violence. Democrat Kevin H. White, fighting to overcome a poor showing in the polls in the final three days of the campaign, blamed Republican Governor Francis Sargent Friday night for rising ta taxes, welfare costs, and growing number of jobless workers. The Boston mayor told a statewide television, television and radio audience it would take a Democratic governor to cure the problems. Sargent, appearing with White in a much-heralded debate, soft-pedaled his opponent's charges and called his 21-month record in office remar remarkable. The latest poll by the Boston Globe shows Republican France, uh, Governor Francis Sargent leading Boston Mayor Kevin White in the race for the governorship. According to the poll, Sargent is leading by 51 to 39 percent margin. 72-year-old Edward Kelly, a former state representative and Democratic House leader, is dead. Kelly, who died yesterday, served in the House from 1923 to 1937 and was his party's leader in the lower chamber from 1925 to 1929 and 1934 to 35. He later was appointed water commissioner for the Metropolitan District Commission and retired in 1963 as business agent for the MDC. Survivors include his widow. Funeral services were scheduled for Tuesday. When Captain Carl Greenwood radioed Miami for Havana weather report last night, he didn't have to ask for directions, too. He'd made the trip once before with a hijacker's gun at his neck. No details, details are known about last night's hijacking of the San Francisco-bound National Airlines plane. Officials say the crew and passengers stayed in Havana Hotel and will return today. The Soviets today ridiculed the American contention that violations of Soviet airspace by U.S. aircraft have been accidental. The Soviets said such feelings originate from overseas bases used for espionage and other hostile activities. The Soviet government yesterday cleared the two U.S. consular officers to return to Armenia for a second meeting with three U.S. military officers whose plane crossed, crossed the Turkish border and landed October 21st. 
Two Israeli soldiers and ten Arab civilians were wounded in the main street of Gaza City today when a grenade was thrown at an Israeli army patrol. It was the third guerrilla's attack in three days in the area. In Beirut, the Popular Front for the Liberation of Palestine said King Hussein's appointment of Wasitel as Premier Prime Minister, that is, was moved to push the guerrilla movement into another civil war. Five counties in central Virginia have been warned to watch for flash floods set off by rains of four and a five inches. But the warnings are considered just a precaution because the area has been parched by an autumn drought. Chile's president-elect has been named has named four persons to key positions in his cabinet, three communists and a pro-Peking socialist. Salvador Allende, the president-elect, is an avid Marxist, the first freely elected chief executive in the Western Hemisphere. The three communists will control mining, the treasury, and public works. The socialists will be foreign minister. A coalition of anti-war groups will demonstrate in 40 cities in the United States and Canada today. They will demand an immediate withdrawal of all U.S. troops from Vietnam. Organizers of the demonstrations said they expected about 500 demonstrators to take part in Washington, D.C. rally in Lafayette Park and across the street from the White House. Boston weather fair this morning, followed by slowly increasing cloudiness during the day, the high in the 50s. Cloudy tonight with the lows in the 40s, a chance of a few showers developing by morning. Tomorrow, cloudy with a chance of rain or drizzle, and the high temperatures in the 50s. The present Back Bay temperature is 44 degrees. This is Christopher Warren, WCSB Total Radio News. WCSB Boston. Everybody is a star, and we'll even give that credit to Steve Paul, who will be tripping through the door and rolling in around 11 o'clock this morning. Don't you move. He'll be here. Don't you worry. WCSB, the most music. Good-looking green-eyed lady for Sugar Loaf. Number five this week at WCSB in Boston. Good morning. You're with Chris Warren at ten minutes. Uh, let's make that seven minutes after ten. Right. Look to Total Radio for total coverage on election night. WCSB will begin continuous coverage of election 70 beginning at 6.30 on Tuesday, November 3rd. Find out the big decisions in your own state as well as those in Boston, New England, and across the country. Turn to Total Radio WCSB for election 70 coverage beginning at 6.30. Who was that man? The most music, total radio. Make it easy on Yeah, good sound from Miss Dion Warwick. Make it easy on yourself. I've heard that someplace before. I'm not really sure who did it before, but uh, of course it's a great song. And it's number 28 this week from WCSB in Boston. Oh, yeah. Somebody's been sleeping in my bed. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Sure, I'll take you, love. 
Actually, I'll take your request right now on the music line, 267-1042. Take your top 30 requests or your request for your favorite yesterday's sound. And number again, the music line, 267-1042. Good morning. It's 18 minutes after 10 as the three degrees roll it out. Alcohol is the largest single factor leading to highway crashes. Ideally, if you are going to drive, it would be, it would be better if you didn't drink anything at all, advises the licensed beverage industry. The American Medical Association states the best solution for the driver who drinks is to drink in such a manner that he will not be under the influence when he drives. Wait at least one hour for each average drink consumed before attempting to operate a motor vehicle. WCSB number one. Took a long time getting there, but it belongs right at the top. The Carpenters, their second million seller in a row, and we've only just begun. We've only just begun And yes, we've just begun That's Carl Hammond's song right there. And if he gets his way, it'll be number one again next week. Tune them in between four and six this Monday afternoon as he counts them down one more time, okay? 21 minutes after 10 with the Carpenters. And right now, Rare Earth is going to get ready. You better get ready, too. Rumor has it Steve Paul will be in here around 11 o'clock this morning. You know what that means. If you don't, I'm not going to tell you. I'm sorry. Twenty-four minutes after the hour of 10 in the AM side of a Chris Warren show. Get 44 degrees out in Kenmore Square. And we've had a lot of requests this morning. Many, many requests. But I'm still coming back after the uh, headlines, so sorry, guys. Paul Moriad will take us out to headlines at 1026. At 1026, these stories make WCSB Total Radio News headlines. President Nixon will campaign for Republican candidates to the Senate in Arizona, Utah, Nevada, and New Mexico today. The Soviets ridiculed the U.S. contention today that U.S. aircraft violations of Soviet airspace has been accidental. The Russians are still holding three U.S. military officers whose plane, plane crossed the Turkish border last week. South Vietnam's monsoon rains are forecast to continue into next week. So far, rampaging floodwaters have killed 100 persons and destroyed 40% of the rice crop. Officials say those aboard a National Airlines DC-8 jet hijacked to Cuba last night should come back to the States today. They stayed at a Havana hotel through the night. The present Boston temperature, 44 degrees. The next news at 10.55. WCSB, tomorrow's sound. Been a long time coming. My brother's keeper. WCSB, tomorrow's sound. 25 minutes before 10 with Chris Warren right on WCSB coming up till 11 o'clock this morning and Steve Paul time. The most music to do. I think after my show this morning, I'll go out in the country. What is it? Massachusetts has no country? Okay, I don't live around here. I don't know about things like that. A scrap of food, some seed, the basic tools of farming. These are the dreams of many overpopulated and underdeveloped countries in the world today. 
Through the work of trained young men and women, the people of these nations are realizing that their dreams are the necessities that lead to a better way of life. Every society and culture revolves around others. Some are fortunate, others are not. Won't you lend a hand? Write Vista, Box B, Washington, D.C. Ooh, it's the Friends of Distinction. Hey, hey, yeah. And time waits for no one. Time waits for no one. Except the program director. Make it two in a row, right on WCSB in Boston at 18 minutes before 11. The sound of James, sweet baby James Taylor, and fire and rain. Fire and rain for James Taylor at 15 minutes before 11 o'clock now. Looking at the door here, it's uh, fair this morning. I don't know what I'm doing. Followed by slowly increasing cloudiness during the day. The high in the 50s. Cloudy tonight with the lows in the 40s. Chance of a few showers developing by tomorrow morning. Tomorrow, cloudy with a chance of rain to drizzle. The high temperatures in the 50s. High to you. It's 44, the back bay temperature. Do you own a car? You don't, huh? Well, I won't read this. No, um, if you do, if you do own a car, these facts can concern you. Last year, over a half a million cars were stolen. That's one every 60 seconds, day in and day out, and night in and night out. Most of these were stolen by young kids, many just out for a joyride. That's the life of a crime that uh, often begins, and you could be half the cause, too, you know. Think about this whenever you park your car, even if just for a minute. Every 60 seconds, day and night, a car will be stolen, maybe even yours. What can be done about it? Simple. Whenever you park, lock your car and take your keys. Don't help a good boy go bad. Here's Neil Diamond, Holly Holy. Early nineteen seventy with the sound of Neil Diamond, my main man, and Holly Holy. Ten minutes before eleven, five minutes left with the Chris Warren mess on a Saturday morning. Happy Halloween to you. Here's Chicago. Does anybody really know what time it is? <laughs> <laughs> 